Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for college football again here at DDS Sports Talk. You guys love these last year. We're kicking it off with the least sexy division in all of football, the B1G West. Here it comes. Get ready. DDS Sports Talk Prediction Show. Yes, it is. And we are live here in the DDS studios. Blake Melton and Bradley Newberry, Matthew Two-Tone Blue Parker. He is in the man cave. Buddy, it is great to see you again. It's good to be back. I don't know what you're talking about, Bory. I love Big Ten basketball in the West, baby. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Loves it so much. And yeah. I, I can't wait to get into this first team. This first team disappointed me last year. They disappointed a lot of people. Uh, and they, they had an interesting offseason, too. I'll see them up here. I, I can't wait to hear Parker's breakdown here. We're going to Northwestern. Last year, they earned a 1-11 record. They were 1-8 in the conference. Head coach Pat Fitzgerald, the worst offense in the conference at 13.8 points per game. The bottom in the defense as well, over 28 points per game given up. When you step back and look at this, I, I was thinking, how do they even start to get better? I mean, they lose Skaronsky to the Tennessee Titans. And you know what I think about line play, offensive yep. line, defensive line. Yep. What about Parker, their running back, Mr. Everything? Evan Hull, 1,459 yards, seven touchdowns. They're not going to replace that production, right? No, but even if they could, what good did that do for them last year? One game? Yay, congrats. It was the worst season that they'd had in 34 years. They beat Nebraska, and we are like, oh, my God, what could they do? They literally did nothing. They haven't won a game on American soil since October 16, 2021, and they did that against the almighty powerful Rutgers. I'm not going to go through them all. You just mentioned how bad the offense was, but they were almost dead last in every single category. You mentioned in the Big Ten they were the worst in points per game. When I say they're almost dead last in every single category, I don't mean the Big Ten. I mean the country. They didn't even yeah. score 10 points in six of their last eight games. On top of that, you just mentioned it. They lost their best player. They can only go down and they only won one game. Well, you want to know how you get better. For me, it's all about culture. You know, being a Tennessee fan, we've been through bad oh, cultures. Oh, no, they had some culture issues in the offseason. That's what I'm saying. Came For me, you know, if you want to get better, it starts at the top. It starts with integrity. It starts with culture it, within the program and all of the hazing stuff that, I mean, really, are we doing hazing still? Is it 1992 still and we're doing hazing? Uh, it just seems to me like their priorities are all in the wrong places. They're not focusing on football. They're focusing on things that are not football-centric. So for me, I, I, there's a huge problem at Northwestern. I don't see very many things uh, changing this year. We're not going to spend a ton of time on this shit-ass team. I'll go ahead and kick us off. I got them only going getting two wins this year. 
I see, I love stats, and I see that they have earned a 4-20 and 20 record over the last two years. So I'm going to go with the averages. I'm going 2-10. and 10. No, I mean, I've just got them being a powerhouse. Their total wins at 3.5. I've got them winning 50% more games than you guys. Oh, Give me three wins. Four. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> it, it, honestly, y'all, it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're going to disappoint the Northwestern fan listening to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Northwestern. We can all agree they'll be at the bottom. All right. Or will they? Or will they? We'll or see. will they? We're moving on here. We're going to Nebraska. Last year, they earned a record of four and eight, three and six in the conference. New head coach Matt Rule debuts. I want to throw this stat out to Parker. Mr. Matt Coach Matt Rule and his debuts combined at Baylor and Temple. He has earned a record of three and 21. Does he do any better here in a debut season? Yeah, I actually think he does. And he, the de- debut season must may not have been great for them, but the seasons after that usually were, but this Nebraska team has fallen. There's six straight losing seasons. I mean, over the last nine years, this Nebraska team has one team that they're they're They've beaten in the West that they have a winning record against in the West. And that's, and that's against Illinois. Like, just thinking back to the 90s, it's just a completely different game. So I I think this team should be better. It feels like they're absolutely at their basement. Actually, Matt Rule may have been terrible in the NFL. I think this was a pretty good hire for them. Matt Rule. Now, let me say this. I think he is a – I think he's a good college coach. You know, there are some people that – you know, they're they're decent in college. They go, they think they can go be an NFL coach. They find out that it's not all sunshines and rainbows uh, in the NFL. And then they come back and they kind of settle back in. Is Matt Rule going to be that guy at Nebraska? I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, right? I mean, he time has. Will uh, time will tell. Uh, for me, there's just been so much damage done lately over the last you know five years or so in nebraska that i don't see them having a winning season again this year i've got them at five wins i think we're hesitant to like matt rule because we are everybody not just us but everyone was so high on their last hire and it just spiraled out of control that we're very reluctant to get behind this guy, but he is doing some stuff. They brought in a quarterback, Jeff Sims from the transfer portal. It may not matter though. The offensive line looks horrendous. They've got a lot of transfers coming in, which is makes these prediction shows incredibly difficult because you don't know how the transfers from these smaller schools are going to, are going to, are going to impact a bigger school defense alone should get better just from coaching. Cause it was so freaking bad, but the biggest help, I, a lot of people are forgetting about this team because the coaching was so bad. Nebraska was laughable, like last in the freaking college football at special teams. And when you are that bad, it is coaching and coaching alone. So just by bringing someone competent, you've got to be better than the worst team in college football. Man, I could get on board with that. And let, let's, let, I think we can all come together and agree, because you mentioned something there. These prediction shows are harder than they've ever been due to this transfer portal situation. It is it is far more involved now than it ever was, and I don't see it getting any better. And uh, it's going to be interesting to to kind of see how well we can keep up with uh, the moving parts here. Between the transfer portal and um, there's just something about when a new coach comes in, and my example will be Illinois. 
I mean, do you get a kind of like a boost? I could see a boost here. I'm going six wins. Six and six. Okay, okay. Not a losing season. Yeah. It's six and a half the win total with Vegas. I don't hate the the, the higher. It just depends on the schedule, how it falls. It could be difficult. To get over this win total, they'd have to win double what they did last year, kind of like uh, Brad mentioned there. I, I'm with you. I got them going six wins. I looked through their schedule. I don't see how they get to seven. All right. Fair enough, fair enough. Next is a team while doing my studying. A lot of people are kind of high on, and I'm curious to hear your information on this squad. The Wisconsin Badgers last year earned a record of seven and six, four and five in the conference. Coach Luke Fickle is back, and they've added quarterback from SMU. Mm-hmm. Here we go with Trainer Mordecai. Yep, that guy was covering some spreads last year, man. Yeah, he was. And so they bring Tanner Mordecai in from SMU. That before that, he was a high, high recruit at Oklahoma where he struggled and then went to SMU, completely regenerated it, went back. And this team is going to be so different because on offense for decades it's been ground and pound for the Badgers and that is completely about to change because they bring Phil Longo in he's a new offensive coordinator he was most recently if you think about these offenses at Old Miss in North Carolina think about what they've done over the last four years and what traditionally Wisconsin does so they get an easy schedule to start this out to get used to this transitional offense and man they are loaded on the offensive line as you'd expect in Wisconsin but they're loaded somewhere else that you don't think about when you think Wisconsin football, and that's at wide receiver. Yep. Totally agree. They have benefited a lot from the transfer portal. Uh, Luke Fickle, I mean, look, I I suspect he is going to come in and he's going to try to make a statement. He wants everybody to think that he's for real. Um, I think he might be, and I think Wisconsin is the kind of place that someone can go and, and uh, kind of – come from a Cincinnati or, or somewhere like that and, and maybe make some noise. Um, I, I, I'm really high on Wisconsin this year, guys. I really am. Uh, I'm not going to go 10 wins, but I am going to go nine. Oh, I wrote down, man, they've actually got help from the schedule makers here. Yep. Um, Iowa and Ohio State are both at home. They don't have to play Michigan or Penn State at all. Mm-hmm. I kind of went conservative and I said eight wins, but I could see them winning, dare I say 10, but I'm going to go eight. I could see, I could see mathematical possibility for 10. I think between eight and 10 is a perfect guess. And and we're talking about the offense, but guys, their their defense is unbelievable. They're bringing back eight starters from last year's. They're going to be older. They're going to be more experienced. Sure. The three that they lost were big time guys. There's a concern on pass rush. They brought a lot of guys in on transfers. Of all the studying that we've done on these, this is one of the most difficult teams for me to pick because of just the new offensive coordinator things. And I, and I, I literally just changed it as we're sitting here. I, I'm I'm going to go with Blake here. I'm going to go with nine wins. Uh, Eight and a half yeah. is what, what Vegas is at. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing that Vegas is usually right on the money with these things. It's very rare that they're, that they're off. Yep. Next is a team that I had winning the B1G West last year with the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Earned a record of nine and four, five and four in the conference behind coach PJ Fleck. Key losses running back. Man, 
Ibrahim, 1,715 yards, 20 total touchdowns, and three starters from their O-line. That spells bad news in my mind. Yeah, it's tough to, to lose that kind of production. really is. Um, Minnesota. Um, I, I, you were on the Minnesota train a last lot year. last year. Hell yeah, I was. All, all I predicted the, it right the here Minnesota on the show. Fans, they were win you the- had the Minnesota fans eating out of your hand. You had little little graham crackers right here, and they were just nibbling right out of your hand. It was amazing to me. What say you right now? That's what I want to know. I, I'm interested to hear what Parker has to say yeah. first. Yeah. Well, I mean, he mentioned P.J. Fleck, and just uh, worth noting, he's been there for two years, and he hasn't beaten my Hawkeyes either year, just throwing that out there. <laughs> but, it, you know, they do have back-to-back nine-win seasons. Tanner Morgan is out at quarterback. This is a big guy coming in here, and Kaliak Manis enters the pictures, guys. The Golden Govers have been so bad at quarterback. The most important position, Eisenhower sent federal troops to Arkansas for integration before they had a quarterback taking the NFL draft in a round that still exists. That was 1957, the great Bobby Cox over there. So I'm just telling you, this has been horrendous, and it actually might change. This kid might actually do it because they're loaded at wide receiver, mainly because of two transfer portal guys. I'm going to sound like a broken record talking about the transfer portal, but it is what it is. They also probably have the second best tight end of the country because the number one guy is done in Georgia and Brevin Span Ford here on, on Minnesota's team. And the O line is freaking massive. I'm really excited about the offense. Wow. Did he, <laughs> did he change your mind any? I, I mean, I don't know. Man. Picks? I, I don't think so. I, I, I still don't know. They're going to have to prove it on the field to me. I still got them only getting six wins. I hate the uh, prospect of losing all of that running back production and three starters on O-line. That's a lot, And they have to play Michigan and Ohio State this year. That's that's a lot. It's a tough schedule. As much love as I gave you, apparently rightfully so last year, I'm going six and six this year. I think you just barely make a bowl game. You know what? I'll hype them up. I'm going to tear them down. Last year, they were top 10 defense. Let me just tell you, those numbers were fake. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> the pass rush sucked. It's not going to improve. And you just mentioned my final point. Their schedule is absolutely ridiculous. The, the, these, this defense is going to not be able to sustain these numbers. Six and a half is their win total, and I am going to match with you guys. Six wins. We're all what under. Let me see. He builds it up and then he comes right back down. <laughs> you had a meeting right out of your hand and you just said, oh, get out of here. The food's off the table. The f- out of here. Now, this is the team Parker wants to talk about right Oh, here. yeah, he does. Iowa, the Hawkeyes. They earned a record of 8-5, and 5-4 five, five and four in the conference. Coach Kirk. Um, all right, so here, I'll set the table, but I'm going to let him go at it because – I know he wants to talk about so this. It. Is I his, know he does. We may even just go right to him. It, it, they only averaged 18.7 points per game. I read that coach's son, the offensive coordinator, Mr. Brian, is on the hot seat. This is the first, first name that we've mentioned so far in a hot seat, and we know what happens when we mention names let me tell you right now you better keep your name out of our mouths that's all i'm saying could he get rid of his only begotten this this orange back here that's from the fire that you will be consumed by if your name gets uttered from our lips oh my word so parker if he can't do something with cade 
He's going to be going back home. What do you think? I think they probably should have got rid of him last year. And you oh. mentioned they're, they're 18 point whatever points per game. This is the only country to average less than 20 points in a game and win more than six games. On offense, they were basically last in all meaningful category. Brian Ferentz, you just mentioned, the offensive coordinator for the horrendous showing, the coach's son, did have stipulations put in on his contract for that to be extended. He must average 25 points per game and win at least seven games. Uh-oh. That, that's real. I'm not making that up. They brought the quarterback in for mission and Cade McNamara as he's an upgrade. But I got news for y'all. Yesterday, this is hot off the press, Cade McNamara was hurt on a non-contact play. He was running down the field and just fell down. As of recording this, I don't know what that means. There are some people that say it's not that big of a deal. Some people that say they don't know. I just know knee injury for two years and falling down when no one touching you is probably not a good good idea. Anyways, they're always loaded tight end. I love their running back in Caleb Johnson. The offensive line should be better. Basically, my breakdown of their offense is it's got to be better, right? It can't be worse. So, so that's really good for what it's worth. They at practice, this is crazy. Go look at some of these videos. Their offense is running four and five wide. It's something we have never seen from Iowa. I, I just, it's, I, it could be something completely different offensively than we've ever seen. A oh. lot of lot of stuff there. A lot of meat right there for you to digest, folks. Good Iowa, Cade McNamara goes down, no non-contact injury. Like like Parker said, those are usually not good news right there. Iowa, what's what's Vegas saying right now? What are they saying? Eight and a half? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. They they also lost on defense. I know that's their calling card, man. Yeah. The holding yeah. holding teams to some ungodly number. Yeah. 2020, the 2022 Buckets Award winner, Jack Campbell, gone. Lucas Van Ness, gone. Merriweather and Moss, all gone, right? Yeah, all of them gone. And they held nine. You said some ungodly numbers. What it is, they held nine of their opponents. Nine of them. There's 12 games, y'all. Nine of them to 10 points or fewer. Like, the defense is going to... Well, the defense is going to take a step back, step back. They don't have anybody on their defensive line that's a starter that's over 280 pounds. They could struggle to stop the run, and when I say struggle and taking a step back, I just mean like they're going to be a top 15 defense and not the top two defense. Um, but, hey, on this, this is such an Iowa thing to say. They got the best punter, punter of the country in Tory Taylor. Yeah, of course. There it is. A punter right there. The pride of <laughs> Iowa. Right there. I mean, put it inside the five, baby. All the time, baby. I, I, I'll, I'll jump it off, guys. I, I won't believe it until I see it, but I think this team might actually look different offensively. They have so many games that are like, you know, coin flip games are probably three or four point favorite type games. But I don't know if you can see, I got a big, big giant Iowa flag behind me. You may not be able to see it, but hey, give me the over boys. Give me eight wins. Iowa, take it to the bank. Every year we do this. We, you know, we do our, our, our own individual study. I mean, and I'm, I'm showing Newberry right here. What What does that say right there? It says eight. Look. I think this is going to be a different kind of Iowa team. Uh, but I think that, I mean, I don't know how this Cade McNamara thing is going to play out. I don't. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, what was what was the average? He has to win at least seven games. Yeah, he's going to get seven. He's even going to get one more. He's going to get eight. I don't know if he'll get 25 points a game. I don't know. That, that's, that's pretty strong, but we'll he, see. He better. Stop piling up against Utah State, Iowa State, Western Michigan. 
Yo, that's you a set. That's a that's an extra touchdown a game than what he did last year. That's a lot. <laughs> but they do return all five starters at the O line. I like that. Whoever's back there will have some time. Allegedly, it may, Allegedly. Be, their, it may be their backups if Cade can't stand up. I wonder if there's anything in that contract about you know if the starter goes down. I mean, that, no that's avoid. a big deal. No, it's a avoid. big deal. I mean, I'm just saying we need to have contingencies written in. There is, and it's also there's it gets really in the weeds about it because like the the AD that made him sign that is now there's a new AD there. So would he enforce these things? I, I'm sure the Iowa people could weigh in and let us know, but I do know there could oh, be some weird do. stuff with that. Speaking of weighing in, down there right in the there. comments, let us know what you think about these picks right here. I mean, we're all going eight and four. I mean, yeah. Uh, do you think I was really going eight and four? Tell me about this Cade McNamara thing down there in the comments. Is it going to make a big deal or a big difference here? Are we sleeping on Iowa? Are they really a 10 team, 10 win team? And we just don't know better. I don't know. Maybe one of the last two teams might sneak up. They, they missed it. Last year's the opportunity. If they had a, a just an average, just a below average offense, they could have been in the playoffs. Like seriously, yeah. that's how good that defense was. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it, it would have just taken a not even an average uh, quarterback, like you said, just somebody. A team that stepped up last year and surprised many is this next one, Illinois. Uh, they earned a record of eight and five, five and four in the conference. Coach Brett Bielema. He adds a quarterback from the transfer portal from Ole Miss. Tell me about Luke. I don't know if I know much about Luke from Ole Miss. Yeah, Luke Altmaier. Altmaier, Again, y'all, another another transfer, right? (laughs) Every single time we get saying this, y'all, you know only three teams in the freaking Big Ten have their quarterback coming back from last year? I mean, it's all these guys. He's going to be an upgrade. I'll just go ahead and straight tell you that. And it doesn't really matter if he is an upgrade because the offensive line is going to be the strength of this team. So. Even if they don't bring him in, anybody that's back there, kind of like we were talking about with Iowa, is going to – they're going to have some time. I got to tell you, I'm a fan of Beefy Bimala. I really am, man. I think he's a great hard-nosed coach, former offensive lineman himself. So he's big on the big boys, right? It's hard for me to say, though, because I still am not sold on Illinois in general. I think that they overachieved last year. I don't think that that – what's Vegas got their win total six at? Six and a half. Six and a half. I'm going under. I got six wins. I think Vegas you know, is right on the money again. Oh, go ahead, Parker. No, uh, you're fine. The, uh, not only Altmaier got a big offensive line, they've got four-star recruits coming in, a wide receiver at Illinois. Like, think how insane that is to, to say. And and I think they overachieved also, and I think they mainly overachieved because of defense. Last year they had the number one the, – the number one – in college football when it comes to scoring they had half their games they allowed single digit points but y'all a lot of this they lost a lot of people including witherspoon they they there's just no way the defense runs that hot again their the the schedule wasn't very very good last year although this year they avoid ohio state and michigan but even with that it's a much tougher schedule well, he, he took he took my my one liner before there I gave you go. My, there you go. Reading my notes. Oh, is everybody going under? I I put uh, the key losses for me when trying to give them a win total. Defensive coordinator Ryan Walters. He goes to Purdue, the team that we're about to talk about next. Devin, don't call me Devon. Devon <laughs> Witherspoon to the NFL. It's a baby step back. I'm going seven. 
one more game okay. than Blake. Okay. Seven. Six. Newberry's high. Newberry's high on Illinois. I'm I'm gonna drop down to six, and I even thought about going five. Mm. Okay. There you go. And finally, we have Purdue. Last year earned a record of eight and six, six and three in the conference. New head coach, Ryan Walters, comes in. His mission is to turn around this defense. Last year, they were number 118 in the nation. Mm, I can tell you, as a Tennessee fan, I know what bad defense looks like. (laughs) Bad defenses get coaches fired. I can tell you that right now. They better straighten that thing up fast because there's nothing that'll make a brand new coach look worse than going out and getting their ass handed to them 42 to 27 every mm-hmm. game. Um, it's going to be tough sledding, I think, this year for Purdue. For Purdue. What do you think, uh, Barbara? Uh, I agree. This is probably the shortest notes I have written on anybody. It says new coach, new DC, new OC, new QB, new D-line, new secondary, new kicker. Your guess is as good as mine. Five wins. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know what to do with it. There, there's there's just too many new parts, and I have no idea. Yeah. You, you would hope for an easy schedule to start this this ridiculousness because it's like everything's new. We need some time to bond. Yeah. But it's actually a pretty difficult schedule to start with a bunch of other teams that have a lot of questions. So I don't know what to do with them. I it's, agree. It's actually you. ranked the number – it's the fifth hardest schedule in the whole country. Yeah, really bad timing to have a brand-new crew. I'm I'm with Parker. I'm going five wins. Oh, they add the new OC Graham Harrell, who's going to bring in the air raid offense from Mike Leach, quarterback. The late great Mike <laughs> Leach, by the way. Hudson Card. Anybody got any information off of this quarterback from Texas that's coming into Purdue? Not a fucking clue. I, I mean, no. I know his name, but like I don't know anything about him. You know, I just. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know anything about him. I know his name. That's I mean, I, I know I he's a four-star guy. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take way more than a four-star quarterback, I think, to be able to overcome so many new pieces in a tough schedule. I think it's just – it's going to be a tough year for Purdue. I yeah. think they'll be doing good to get to that five number. I mean, he did good for when Ewers was out. He came in and subbed in for him in Texas. At, like, I, don't, I just don't well, know. There's a reason he's not there still. Yeah, that's that's. Oh man, in my mind too, they're taking a step back. I'm going bowl eligible six and six. Woo! Newberry's high on them. I mean, I think maybe Grant Harrell play just the right card at the right time and get that extra win. Jesus, six and six. All right, I can say yeah. I got, I got Wisconsin winning the West. What y'all got? I got. Iowa and Wisconsin at eight and four, and Iowa wins the tiebreaker. I, before we started this podcast, had Iowa winning it, and I flipped it to Wisconsin as we were doing this. So I've got Wisconsin. Blake, I got a little sad there, man. I, I almost every time someone mentions Mike Leach, I, I, I forget. I forget. Yeah, man. I know, man. Hey, his Go legacy. And, we had a little podcast doing. His legacy lives on in the coaches that he that that are a part of his coaching tree. There are a lot of good ones out there. Mike Leach will always be remembered. But guys, hey, first prediction show in the books, right? B one G West, Big Ten West, the least sexy of all of them, 
out we'll there. See, or are we'll, they? we'll see about that. Hang in there with us. We have to do the ACC. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. That, that Atlantic division isn't necessarily mm. a showstopper for sure. But guys, really appreciate you joining us. Go ahead down in the comments. Tell us what you think about all these predictions. And while you're there, go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down low. Share this with all your friends. Pay it forward for us. We're on our quest to one quadrillion subscribers and you can be a part of making it happen dds nation like and subscribe down there gentlemen we're not going to do final thoughts but does anybody have anything else to say in closing about the b1g west i'm sorry minnesota i couldn't do it again this year um thanks for riding with me last year but uh i think you're just average now yeah i've got nothing I, i don't see a world where anybody in this division comes out of it other than Wisconsin and Iowa, I would be flabbergasted if it was anyone else. And I just have one thing to say, and it is about Northwestern because they're mm. really they're really lucky to even get a couple wins this year, but your attitude is reflective of your leadership, folks. It's all about character. College football is a different sport. Thank you guys for joining us today. But until next time, it is Two-Tone Blue all the way. You guys be well. We'll